But I said, but am I complaining? No, because every time I'm in the church, I'm more energized than I'm out of it. It is so true because, um, you know, I get up at three because I start early too, oh, yeah. right? But I, and I'm busy, you know, I'm always on the run, going here and right. there, right? Um, Hi, guys. When I sleep, it could be four hours. I feel like I slept for 10 hours. Yeah. When you're doing God's, when you're doing God's work, it's like um, I don't like I've always believed this my whole life too. Being a Christian, especially in ministry, when I'm about His business, He takes care of mine. It doesn't matter what it is. And then it's like it's like you guys were saying too. It's like if you complain about sleeping, you're grumbling. Yeah. You know, so it's like grumbler. And then I just kind of I just kind of look at it as that. Look at it when God was here. You know, did He grumble all the stuff that He went through, stuff that He foreknew ahead of time, and didn't complain at all? So it's like, what's a couple hours of, of lack of sleep? Yeah, I was telling, I was telling, I think I was telling you. I was like, the the first thing I realize when I'm not in step with the Lord, first thing I realize is I start grumbling again. First thing I do. That's good to know. And then I catch myself grumbling, and I go, Oh, I need to spend time with the Lord. The other night, Orlando went to sleep, but for whatever reason, like he, he felt like someone was waking him up. He had to go read his Bible. That's awesome. And I'm like, but I don't understand. But then he went, when he was done, like an hour and a half, he must have been gone for an hour and a half. So he went back to sleep, and he probably slept like around two and a half, three. But he had to go to Eagle Rock for work, right? He says that he got up, like, refresh. Yeah, it's like it a better refreshed. sleep. And that's what I that's what I do every night, too. It's like, it's like after I get done reading, yeah. and then I pray before I go to sleep, it's like, yeah. it's like, it's like you feel better sleeping, uh-huh. you know? It's like, it just, I don't know, it just, you feel better. And then when you wake up, you feel even more better. And then it's like when you don't, it's like, oh, you feel back like to regular. Like yeah. Yeah, it's true. He's always going to give us what we need. Yeah. I was talking to my dad about that. There's a cat sneaking around. I went to see him today. He's uh, he's actually doing well. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been to the hospital in forever, and he's doing good. He's breathing on his own. So he said he thinks God's healing him on that part. He said, I'll make it just heal my back. Who's that, Pops? Actually, yeah. something crazy that Amir was telling me about was when he was at work, and this lady who hasn't been in church for a long time, and she was complaining about her back aching because she was like some marathon runner or something. And uh, he said that he's like, well, can I pray over it? And she's like, sure. And so next thing you know, he prays over it, and she's completely healed. There's no pain at all. And so every time after that, she's like, every time someone's in pain or anything, she's like, go to the mirror. He, he can help you. <laughs> because she knew where the power was. Yeah. Well, my dad kept telling me all last year and stuff, God's going to heal me of this. God's going to heal me of this. God's going to heal me of this. And he, he doesn't even use his oxygen or anything anymore. So... Yeah, he's doing pretty good. That's awesome. He says, gotta heal my back still. <laughs> and I gotta get my eyes fixed. Because he hasn't driven in a year because of his eyes. Mm. That's why some people were driving him out here. Hi, Roger. Hi, Joe. <gasps> Sorry, guys. That's the he's, second one you dropped. dropped. 
It's it. Does that it one still work? <laughs> Actually, I could probably fix that other one. Do you think so? Uh -huh, I found where the contacts are. Oh, that's good. I just need to carefully strip it and then weld or solder. But alrighty, guys. You guys got any other questions? Last week went into an awesome Bible study. I got crazy. I loved it. I know you have some questions about Proverbs. Oh, yeah, what I was going over with you? Yeah, yeah. well, what, we should actually dig into that because he started to dig back. into it and he didn't understand some of it. In Proverbs 25? Yeah, okay. and even 26. Chapter 26 made more sense than 25 did. 25, I mean, there's some of them that are very, very much wisdom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Angie said, what the heck? I went What's up? The, went and the gate was open, but no one there, so I came home. Hi. Hi, Angie. We Sorry, start, Angie. You should have just stayed here. We start at 630. <laughs> um, it's open. The gate's open Tuesday night because uh, we trash. have to keep it open for trash on Wednesday. And so, anyway. That's Next time, just stay it. here because someone will show up eventually. Because you should have been here. I mean, she, you should be here. Oh. <laughs> you can hit Nick later. So, we got Brian practice tomorrow for all the members or anyone who else who wants to be here. We got the 31st coming up real soon, next Tuesday. So, we got a. Uh, yeah, that's next Tuesday. Wow. Uh, then we got a potluck for everybody here. Potluck on uh, Sunday. Sunday coming up. That's going to be awesome. And then we also got a meeting for, is it a council meeting? Right. Roger says the council meeting. low. Probably what Mary Jane sent to you. Mary Jane! I'll wait a second so you guys can hear me. But, man, it's, everything's coming up fast. Before we know it, it's going to be Thanksgiving. My dad's are going to be putting in a feeding tube. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's not doing But it's one that He's not eating enough. It's one he can still eat. Can you hear me? But they want to make sure he has Are we doing any better on the board now? You're fine. I haven't eaten either. See? Just see it on camera. It's okay. No one's going to judge you. I am. He's going to judge you, but he's the pastor. He... <laughs> they got you got your back to them. They won't. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's the pastor. He always judges people. It's me, Sally, today. <laughs> Hi, Sally. Uh, is it better now? How we doing now? All good. See you in like a minute. You're welcome. All right, sweet. Mary Jane. Thank you, Mary. You be here, but I'm glad you're here. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that's, so that's the internet is not the spirit, Paul. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the internet. It's the spirit of her person, Paul. Her being. See, he's trying to justify it too. Did you hear that over here? <laughs> so I know we're supposed to be a Mark II again, but we also have some people that, are, that have been reading Proverbs who are confused, like don't understand all of it. Because I know you might might have missed some things too, or not understood some things as well. No. Mm, no, because I have my little study. Oh, that's right. You have and your I study. Did it. Yeah, I that, understood That's the cheat sheet. When I read it, I kind of, the Holy Spirit was telling me, but then I went to the 20, and then I broke it, and then Orlando, yeah, so we yeah. went one by one. Okay. Yeah. 
Hi there, sorry I can't but make it really bad migraine. Personally, I do want to go over it at least for Justin so that he can understand it in its entirety. If you guys are okay with that. Sure. Proverbs 25. We'll do our best, Justin. Doesn't mean we're going to know it. <laughs> yeah. Got you. For sure. We'll, we'll show you what God shows us. Got you. So, but first of all, yeah, take the log out of your eye. Oh, sorry. That was just a speck. <laughs> no, he had his hand like this, like he had a log in his eye. This is just a speck. The log one for you. Yeah, I can like see it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> my vlog's like this big. Uh, you guys are talking about the lady down. at the post office was yeah. just over there. Yes. And um, where we got to talk, and she she comes from up the hill. She's working up there, and I said, "Well, I live up there." <laughs> so driving in the rain anyway. So what are you doing getting mail here? So I'm getting it for the church. And oh. I need to get back to church because she used to go to Emmanuel and it's, and it's a little bit of a drive plus yeah just yeah. ever since COVID she hasn't been going you should have been like follow me said, well, <laughs> said, well come on I, I I went and grabbed a bulletin and, but anyway just pray for her because she's she's struggling with things yeah I can't remember her name though I pulled it now yeah is it Melissa or Michelle I think it was Michelle it's not, I don't think it was Melissa but her name begins with that now. God knows. We'll uh we'll pray for her. Any other prayer requests? Because I know Dad also has a prayer for his dad. Yeah, my mom. Um, the Mayo Clinic or something. They're doing studies, and so she um, asked me if I would take her. But I'm not sure um, when it's going to be. But it's going to be for like a whole month. So pray it's in Phoenix, because if it's in Phoenix, I'll drive home on the weekends, you know what I mean? But if it's somewhere else, it's going to be further, it's not. Well, it's always wrong this house. Let's pray in. Right, Mom? Right, Mom? All right. Dear Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord, that you've prepared. Lord, help us to understand what you give us in its entirety, Lord. Just bless us with your words and with your knowledge, Lord. We ask that during this time we would feel your spirit, Lord, and that you'd speak to us and through us, Lord. Lord, uh, have your hand over both dads, dad's dad, Lord, as he's getting ready for a feeding tube, Lord. And just have your hand over him and help him, Lord, and have your hand over, I believe it's Michelle, Lord, uh, but you know, Lord, the person that dad met, Lord. Just be with her and help her to Either come to this church or find a good church, Lord. Just have your hand over and bring her back to you, Lord. We ask these things in your name. In Jesus' name we say. Amen. 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 They were at the P.O. box. When you have so many kids, you just get jacked. <laughs> Yeah, you do. So yeah. you get used to that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Is it your food? Uh, 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 uh. Chips, cookies. Want some fries? Those fries? Nice. I don't think I can play in the band anymore. Friday. I think that. Uh, I tried to. I tried so hard to do this Friday. And, uh, 
really heartbreaking. I'll, I'll, I'll fill in for you on the piano. <laughs> Are you going to be here this Friday and I'll be it? Or? No, I want to be no. here this Friday. That's fine. You guys, I'll start in Corinthians, yeah, 13, 13. We should probably get started. We should at least start with that, yeah. Um, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Amen? Amen. Yeah, anything to add on Nope. What about you, Justin? You got anything on that? On what Matt just read? Yeah. Uh, I mean, to me, it's pretty much self-explanatory. Um, love covers a multitude of sin, so it's it's... it's covers everything. You have love, then you have faith, you have hope. You got anything, Tia? On that verse, faith, hope, and love, greatest in these remain. Oh. <laughs> Is love the greatest in these? So we're going to be Proverbs, huh? I think love, 25. It's like one of the greatest two because it just kills everything. Yeah. It co- the love covers the faith and the hope. When you learn just to love genuinely, everything else comes easy. Amen. Amen. One thing that made me realize that it was like super powerful, loving one another, is that would I'd pick an incident where I would think that like I couldn't handle, and I would act the way like the world would act, and then I would see that it was just chucking mud at each other, you know. Right. And then you you play out that same scenario, but instead of in love, like in all it, every scenario you play it out in, it wins. Like there's not a scenario that you can put out there and show love and it doesn't win. You know? What am I looking for? A new command I give you that you love one another. No, but that's a good one. <laughs> it's in First John. No, that's where he is. Well, it says right here in five uh, two five. It says First John two five. It says, "But if anyone obeys his word, God's love is truly made complete in him." Amen. Amen. And the thing I was coming up with, uh, I was looking for. I found that one though. But the other one is that uh, God is love. And so when you look at it from that perspective, uh, but the greatest of these is love. You know. Um, these three remain, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. Um, God is love. And the love that he's talking about there is eternal. Amen. And the greatest the greatest of these is God, basically. Beautiful, huh? Mm-hmm. I, I like I our like faith this. and hope are in him. <clears throat> Go ahead. This part too. John uh first John three twenty one says Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have this confidence before God and receive from Him anything we ask because we obey His commands and do what pleases Him. And this is His command, to believe in the name of His Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as He commands Him. Those who obey His commands live in Him, and He in them. And this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. But that's the command to love one another. And it just goes right back, even with that command, it just goes oh, yeah. back in, in um, Genesis, Exodus, because I'm reading that Exodus. I'm still like, I don't know, like, oh, what's down. going on? Down, down but he talks down. about the love. Yep. Everything that I catch there, too, is love. 
God loves us, and it goes to the New Testament, the New Testament, the same thing, but yeah. I feel it breaks it more down. Yeah, yeah. Love is the number one, I feel, as I'm reading in, in Exodus. Absolutely. Yeah, if you what? can see the love in the Old Testament, yes. you're reading the Old Testament right. Yes. There's people Absolutely. out there that yeah. say the Old Testament is different from the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's wrong. It's everything wrong. in the Old Testament is is the same as everything in the New Testament. Yeah, yeah. Of course. If the New Testament just summarizes the Old Testament. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know, like it's been there from the beginning. Yeah, it corresponds with it. Like that's where that's where Paul got his stuff was from yes, the Old Testament. Yeah. 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 Because the Old Testament, they were still under the law, but Christ had to come and set them free and fulfilled the law. Yeah, they and gave a gave us such a freedom in yeah. him. Yeah. And instead of obeying the Lord, they obeyed the law. Yeah. Right. Right. And they just took the aspect of the law. And they would teach it to each other, yeah. but they would teach it under the power of the law instead of the power of the Lord. Yeah. First John four seven. Says, That's why they were teachers of the law. Yeah. Instead of like teaching with authority, with authority. Right? because their life wasn't living it. Because mm-hmm. when you live it, then you have yeah. the authority. Mm-hmm. Uh, First John four seven uh, says, "Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God." Listen to this part. Oh yeah, knows God. Whoever does not John love God. First John. First John. Four seven. John four seven. Does it say whoever does not love God? Yeah, whoever whoever does God. not love does not know God. Yeah, there you go. Because God is love, and this is how God shows His love among us. That's the one I wanted to show he you. He sent His one and only Son into the world that, the world that we might live through Him. And see, He wasn't this talking about. That's why. That's why I corrected him when he was reading because it wasn't talking about loving God. It was talking about using God's love to love others. Right. Because if we don't love others the way God loves us, yeah. then we don't know Him. Yeah. Because He is love. You understand? Mm-hmm. Listen to this one too, and, and this is uh, three eleven. Where did you read before? First, first, yeah, first John uh, three eleven. Yeah, first John. I, I started that. Twenty one. Okay, you guys ready? Right. Yes. Listen to this. This is the message you heard from the beginning. So nothing's what changed. What beginning? What beginning? Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. We should love one another. Yeah. Do not be like Cain, and you talked about that. Mm-hmm. It's just like throwing mud at each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. Do not be surprised, my brothers, if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from. Listen, this is Bob. Ready for this? We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Love Everything we life. do, we life comes from. Yeah. Anyone who does not love remains in death. <laughs> because they just speak death to people. For the wages of sin is death, and, and but the gift of God is Acts, eternal life. Paul talks about it too towards the end. Say that one more time. In Acts, he talks about it. I just finished reading Acts, and he talks about it too. That God is life. Jesus is life. Yeah. And it's love. But it, doesn't that kind of go back to... Um, in Corinthians, Matt, where that scripture gave me about the wisdom of the spirit, doesn't that come? Doesn't that kind of correlate with that? Yeah, all of it does. It all correlates. It, it's Christianity. Yeah, it's Christianity. That's mm-hmm. it. 
the reason I had you read that is because that scripture, when I was reading it, uh, God just kept putting you on my heart to pray for you. So I hope it brought you through something. I hope it brought you through something because it's amazing. He told me I, after you're done getting through that and we go over it a little bit, then you're supposed to start from uh, Corinthians 1 and go up to it. Because it's, cause Corinthians 1 up to it isn't going to make sense till you get that down. It's funny you said that because it's like, because it, I've been studying and I wrote notes of what I think what I think it means mm -hmm. and I wrote, I wrote it down but it didn't seem like that was all of it mm -hmm. and it's funny you said that cause yeah you have like, to get that in order to get all of it yeah that's what I, I don't know why I just it was like I was meditating on the word and you kept coming up coming up coming up and then I was like then I read through it again and I was like and I never here's the thing about it is I never look at scripture and say oh this is for Jacob and then like pound <laughs> Jacob with it you know what I mean mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it but because it's always like it, though, huh? it's always for us, but but when we think like that, we're thinking human. Yeah, we think we know it's right for Jacob or Matt or you or something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I don't go there like that. But yeah, but when I was meditating on it, you just kept coming to mind. It was different. There was like a peace there, like you were going to receive peace from it or something. Mm -hmm. And so then, so then after I I prayed about it and stuff, and I go, okay, Lord, I'll tell them to study that area and meditate on, not just to read it, but to meditate on it. And then. Um, and then I was then I then I started from the beginning again. I went through it and I go, oh, I just like it made so much more sense. But so I was making you wait, but now you can. So yeah. It'll make more sense now. I, I, I totally understand it, and it's funny because today, because um, I, I I studied throughout while I'm at work, and then on my lunch break I was I was reading it, but before I read it, I prayed and asked God to let me understand it. So as I read through it again, that's mm -hmm. when it hit me. I'm like, wow, this is what. This is what it's talking about. Yeah. So I instantly had to to write it down, and the sense of it that I got was that it's more to it. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think to go back until you said something. So now I'm, I'm going to go what, back to tie it all together. I'm sorry, I'm kind of. This is just for him, little oh, sitting on no, teasing you. It was First um, Corinthians scripture. Uh, chapter two, six through the end of the chapter. Exactly what it is. Chapter two, verse six to the end of the chapter. It's a different kind of excitement. Exactly. To the world excitement. Exactly. And it's like, whoa, we yeah. can still find a different right. kind of excitement exactly. through God. Yeah. And it's just a different experience. It's a good it's excitement. Cool yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah, it's when you don't have to pay for it. There's no price in it. Only, only you reward. You're rewarded, but you don't pay a price for it. Right. Um. They do. You it's have to love one another. Dang, punk. <laughs> but, um. That's the only debt you have to pay. Yeah, right. There's not a so whole lot. Use the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you know, with everything we were just talking about, the verse that Paul's quoting right now mm -hmm. is, is the ultimate verse when yeah. you think about God being love mm -hmm. and He wants us to share who He is with others, what He shared with us. That's yeah. love. Because God doesn't want anything from you, He wants everything for you. Yeah. And so when you can love somebody wanting nothing from them, which I'm going to tell you what, in this world, we're programmed to take. Mm -hmm. Okay. I catch, you know what I catch myself doing? What I'm doing right now, sister. I stick and talk too much. You say something and I think of 10 other things that I can tell you to match it. You know what I mean? Or they go with it, you know? And, and Cody used to be out. Cody used to always tell me, you always one up me. You always try to one up me. You know, God's telling me stop and listen. You know what I mean? Cause, That's the cause, hardest thing. Because love do. is to stop and listen. You don't have to tell somebody what happened to you. Or is Sometimes it that, people you know? just want someone to listen to them. But oh, love, I, I went through that season. <laughs> yeah, but love, um, love is love is um, giving.
to others what God gave to you. And God gives everything. He gave himself. You understand? And when we can learn to, to do that, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter what others are doing. That's the problem with us because we think human again, right? We keep thinking like in the flesh, which is which is death, okay? We keep thinking in the flesh, which is death, okay? We just read it. If we can't love each other the way God loves us, then we're still living in death. You get it? Right? So we keep thinking that way. You know, this person hurt me, so I got to do something back. I just can't take it and still love them because we're human. Right? But God's telling us we're no longer uh, of this world. Yeah, think of the baptism. Like what it represents when you go under. You're putting yourself to death. That's right. And when you come out, the Bible says you're being raised in the newness of life. So in other words, you're being born again into a new life. And and the old life is death. The new life is eternal. Yeah. So so, so you do those things of the old ways and you're just You're just feeding death. Yeah. You're living yeah, it and you're and you're giving it. It's hard, right? That's hard teaching, right? Nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. Most people get mad at me because they, even my family members are like my own mom tells me sometimes I can't even talk to my son. See what he's saying is Proverbs twenty six. What's that? <laughs> I was making don't, a joke, hey girl. Don't ever hush. No, I'm, I'm saying that because he he's, he would be like, oh, we should have just read it. Yeah, my my. <laughs> no, mom, I'm just making a joke. You're my right. My mom's told me that at least twice so far, right? Uh, over the years, but at least twice. I can't even talk to my own son. Well, it's not that I'm disrespecting my mom. I love my mom. But when she's coming at me with stuff that isn't right, I take her to God's word. But she just wants me to hear the on, you know, what she's thinking. <laughs> you know, but but I try to tell her, I don't think that way anymore. I don't want to be that person, you know. Now, on, on that note, Pastor, a lot of children, a lot of, well, I'm going to say children because wouldn't they take that out of content? It says there you're supposed to honor your mom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, how, but, 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 <laughs> wait a minute, but wait a minute, happened. but wait a minute. Me telling my mom the truth uh-huh. is honoring my mom. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because okay. the world's always going to lie to right. us because the enemy has placed those lies in us. You yeah. understand? Yeah. So the world's always going to lie to us, and we're always going to lie to each other, and we're always going to lie to ourselves. Unless he just said it a minute ago. When he starts to act, what did you say? When I, when I step out of spirit with the Lord, the first thing I remember, well, the first thing I go back to that he notices, that I notice is grumbling. Grumbling. I have to grumble about things. Because of fault finder. I, you know, like, oh, I don't want to do this. Or, yeah, that's true. Oh, I can't stand, like, what this person's doing, or, you know. And the Bible says that uh, our love's going to grow cold the longer we have to wait. And I see it a lot in a lot of Christians, even. Right? Our love grows cold. That's because we're not doing, not keeping in step. You know what I mean? The Bible says our, our that's going to grow cold. The other, there's so many th- different things that um, were just popping in my head and left, but but they're um, they're all related. You know what I mean? That oh, in the end times, there's going to be fault finders. He's talking about the church. There's going to be people that find fault in everything. You know, and I have to deal with that all the time. It's so true. And if I'm not careful. That's what you and I were talking about the other night in the truck, remember? Mm -hmm. If I'm not careful, I can fall into it. How many of us fall into things because somebody's got us all worked up? Yeah. Right? And it has nothing to do with us. It's none of our business, and we still fall into it. Mm -hmm. And we even get mad at other people because they're mad at them or something, you know? We can't be that person. It's like I was talking to um, a few people the other night. Um, I have to be, oh, it was Sunday. I have to be careful with that person, right? 
that they're mad at or not doing what they want them to do or something. I have to try to help them because there's not that they were wrong. You get it? But I have to try to help them at the same time as being careful with the person who's doing it. That was like me when I had mentioned about my coworkers not liking another coworker. Mm -hmm. And I like, uh, and now it's, a, now it's funny because I've been talking out loud. And I, and normally I'm quiet and I let him talk, you know? And I'm like, oh, he's, he's not, he's a nice person. He's just different, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, he grew on me. And the next thing I'm like, Wow, <laughs> like a couple days ago, you know. But I just see it. I just like sit back and I'm watching. The mature, the mature yeah. person in Christ, the person who's mature in Christ, is going to love both of them. He's yeah. not going to see what either one of them see about each other, and he's going to try to work through it somehow, so they can see it too. You get it? Yes. But but all these things you're going to find. But God's love is number one. Yeah. And all these things can be changed by just choosing to love. And not a worldly love, not the way you love your spouse or your children or this, an agape love, which is the way you should love your spouse or your children or your mom. Get it? Yeah. I would I would do my mom. So many parents today and so many children and so many this and so many that do an injustice to people in their lives because they just go along with it because they say they love them so much. So they allow all these things. That's an injustice. You're leaving people in sin when you have the keys to help them out. Right? I was going to tell you when she was talking right now, we need to let people know who we are immediately. And we need to stand on who we are, whether we're at work or school or anywhere, because then they know. You know, when I was working in construction, you know what construction guys are like? They're terrible. I mean, this guy's terrible. Okay? Right? And they cuss every other word. They talk nasty. All these things. It's just the worst. Right? I hear women are a little worse. But anyways, it's just the worst, right? Well, the places I worked... They'd be like, oh, be careful, here comes the preacher. You know, they used to call me Father Matt. They didn't even know what they were talking about. <laughs> but, but I let them all know right up front. I let them all know right up front. Why? Because I wanted them to know who I was, that I was different. I wasn't going to be like that. So they would always have a place to come to if they were in trouble, if something happened they couldn't control or whatever. So I was always there to pray with them or talk to them or love them in a way they couldn't get in the world. You get it? It's just what it is. People should know. And that's hard in the world. I, I, I've been fired from jobs because I'm a Christian. You know, because I wouldn't lie for people. Laughed at. I've been laughed at. I've been made fun of. I've had people in the office send women from the office in to talk dirty to me. Because they knew who I was. True. And all I, all I told the one girl at Service Master, one of the office secretaries, I just told her, I go, it's okay, I, I, I'll pray for you. And I'll yeah. pray with you right now if you want me to. She turned around and went right back in the office. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. And I knew it was a setup. You could just yeah. tell. No one's just going to come do that. Yeah. But you have to love those people anyways. Isn't that crazy? You have to. You have to. But it has to be righteous. Because he's like five feet away from the monitoring. Yeah, it's supposed to be a lot closer. That Luna was in the way. I'm done. You talk now. <clears throat> Proverbs. You guys killed Corinthians 13 like 10 times now. You killed Corinthians 13. It's, a, it's okay because it's amazing actually because 
the more you actually talk about it and you learn more and more, the deeper you go in it, those are things that God will show you even deeper than what Matt's talking about or all these different things because Matt's giving you example after example. But when it comes from God, when God shows you something in a depth that you understand it, you'll always remember it. Oh, one more. Love covers a multitude. That's what he said earlier. How great is the love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. We don't deserve it. But he lavished it on us. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pretty cool. Okay, go ahead. Amen. Wait, wait, one more. No, I'm just teasing. Go for it. I'm just teasing. Somewhere in Isaiah. Oh, I'm just meditating on what I've been reading in Isaiah. What you guys are so Proverbs, young man. Yes. Where are we going? Uh, we can start at 25. Proverbs 25. Proverbs. Everyone there? You guys are already there. You were waiting. No, I, I read it, and I already, I got it. Yeah, I just wanted to see what, you know, what it was what we understand. Yeah, that's what I want. I want to get you guys. Understand. Huh? Um, we close. We're not gonna go to Mark two. We're yeah, gonna go we're gonna to get there eventually. We're gonna go to what? We're gonna go to that thing. Oh man, seven eleven. That sounds. You gotta hurry up here. But yeah, I just I just wanted to get you guys' perspective on it. Okay, read it to us. Okay. <clears throat> That's what I have. Read to do. what until it's pretty much the whole until the, you don't. Okay. The if there's like something you want to explain or want to hear us specifically on, just stop where you. Yeah. Stop where you're at, and then we can explain that. Yeah, you take charge of it. Otherwise, yeah. just just go through it. How you take charge of the study and ask questions. It's pretty much the whole chapter. Okay. You're fine. Well, like I'm saying, twenty five. Read is... it, and you're like, okay, I want to know what you guys think of this part. Okay. And you, and you know guys too. If you guys want to stop us, if you're getting into it and you have a question, same thing. Yeah. Don't be. Don't be shy. This is and this is how we work as a body. I love this is how we it's, communicate with each other. It's like I told um, Justin earlier too. If we don't have the answer, we'll find it, or we just won't know until we see him. But we'll try to help you guys. Okay. Cool. For the most part, you find the answer though. Okay. So yes. So it says, these are more proverbs of Solomon, copied by the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, to search out a matter, and the glory of kings. I want to stop right there. That's what. What, what does that? What does that mean? The first part. Yes. In the glory of God to conceal a matter, to search out a matter, is the glory of kings. I can give you um, my my experience. Go ahead. Can you think of any scripture that talks about seeking? Seeking. Not right off. I need. I need to stop. I, I think what no, I'm. I think what I'm forgetting. I mean, not understanding is the context of it. I have to find oh, okay. It. I have to find the full. Verse. Are you looking for like a story? Is that what you're doing? Um, like just, just to like just fully understand it, yeah. you know, that way, or at least understand the context of it. So that way, when I go back over it and study it, I'll, I'll at least know the context of it, and then it'll be easy for me to understand it. So, like the first, the first verse talks about like how these were just compiled together um, from King Solomon. King Solomon, you can read about him, but he was like the king of all earthly kings, you know, like, he yeah, had everything, he did everything, you know, he was married to like a thousand wives, no one dressed better than him ever, 
you know, he had everything. And uh, and these were some of the proverbs that were left left over from him. That he wrote in, in his in his time on the earth. Because what what he wanted to do was be wise, so he'd write these things down, you know, for the next person. Um, on my thing, on my on my study guide says the warning reminds young men entering world service that some things cannot be understood, including the king's sometimes mysterious reasoning. Okay, that's that right there is kind of where I was headed only deeper. Yeah, okay. Um, like my experience, uh-huh. and, and Jordan's going to find something and read it to us, okay? The Bible says that if we seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all these things will be added onto us. Wow, you said it. That's what I was trying to in pull my, out of you if uh, you could remember. He said it literally word yeah. for word. In my, yeah. my, um, my personal response to that is this, okay? This is what Pastor Landers used to tell me. He'd say the enemy can put thoughts in your mind, but he can't read your mind. Okay? This is just, you can take it any way you want. Okay? Read the story of King. Okay, but what ended up happening was uh, I was I was messed up. I can't even tell you guys how messed up I was. I was messed up. Okay, I was I was either honestly, and I'm not bragging or anything because it was just pure stupidity. But I was either going to die or go to prison by somebody else's hand or my own. That's how messed up I was. Okay, and. You you know what happened is 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 because um, the enemy was he was filling my mind and heart with things my whole life because of the way I was raised and everything you know what I mean a lot of us have this testimony okay when I first found Christ I started seeking him quietly because I I, was, I had a fear the enemy was going to twist everything and do this and do that and so I concealed things between me and God right. And that's what he, the second part of the verse is that, see, a king seeks these things out. So anybody who wants to get right is going to keep seeking God out in, in that concealment until he until he delivers them. Yeah. And and she's right. This is speaking to, if you go back to the beginning of Proverbs, he's speaking to young men. Because they're going to get screwed up in the world if they don't get grounded. Understand? Yeah. And this is how you get grounded. You seek him first. And everything about him, his righteousness and all these other things will be added on to us. So, so the first part is is that sometimes, and, and I don't care, all the time I think personally, we need to conceal things between us and God first till He delivers us, and then we share that message. Once we get through something and we know it's God and He's delivered us, then we share, we, we want to help others get through it, or we, we scream it from the mountaintops because it's changed our life. It's, it's being brought out of the water. You know what I mean? And... Um, so yeah, that's my my now that's my personal understanding of it, and I still do it today. Today, when I see like we were talking earlier, I see two people having problems, or somebody has a problem with me, or this or that or the other thing. You can ask Paul because he's seen it a hundred times. I pray about it, and I ask the Holy Spirit to to reveal it and to to give me opportunities. And what does He do? It does absolutely not. He opens both. doors. People usually come to me. Yeah. With the very thing I've been praying about, yeah. that door is wide open. I've been in my word, asking God quietly about it. He gives me what I need when that door opens. Those people usually, nine times out of ten, they come to me. Yeah. And then, 
bam, I have what God gave me. You, you see the beauty of it? And yeah. it's, But first it starts with you, right? Then he opens doors for you to help other people who are struggling with that beam. You don't want the beam, I mean, with the speck. You understand? Amen. But sometimes it, it's it's all of it. It's the weirdest thing, but when you wait on him and you seek him and his righteousness in it, there's always going to be situations. You get it? Always. In our personal lives, in our church life, in our family lives, everything, right? My mom. I can't even talk to my own son. That's a great one. You get it? But what did, what did God do? He gave me the scripture I needed to share with her to make the situation real instead of the lie that was spewing out. You understand? See? And whether she accepts it or not, in love, I shared that with her. In death, I would agree with her and follow her and mistreat the person she was mad at or something. You understand? Okay? I'll, I'll give you one good example and then we'll be quiet for reals, okay? When my dad wanted to come to church here, my mom and my brother left. My mom left telling me she couldn't be around him. True story. And I didn't accept my dad over my mom, but my dad was coming to Christ and he was going to grow in the Lord. And I was not going to let somebody in Christ who should already be grown up stop me from sharing with him. So I still loved my mom, right? But I helped my dad come to know Christ and come into the Lord. Do you see it? Yeah. Now, I understood everything my dad did because he didn't just do it to her. He did it to us too. Right? And when he came to me, he came to me and he asked me. He took me to lunch. He goes, I got to take you to lunch. I said, okay. He said, I did a lot of bad things. I hurt a lot of people. And I want to come to church with you, but I don't know if I can because your mom and your brother are there. And he knows I forgave him years ago. You understand? And I said, well... I can't speak for them. I said, but if you're coming to me, you know you did wrong. You probably need to talk to them. You know, whatever you got to do to work it out. But you're more than welcome to come to church. No one's going to tell you you can't. And that goes for everyone listening and everyone here. Everyone's welcome in this place. Amen. Amen. And so I didn't, I didn't choose. That's what I try to explain to this young man. When people get mad because we share God with them, and they get mad at us because they choose their sin over following the Lord. And we don't even care. It's none of our business. They brought it to our attention. We're sharing the truth. Okay? I didn't divorce them or leave them. They left the church. They left us. They, You know what I mean? To, to do things where people are telling them what they want to hear. That's not, what our, that's not the business um, God's in. <laughs> the business God's in is delivering people with the truth. They left God. Amen. They so made their own choice. They made their they own, made choice. own choice. Yeah, they yeah. And so I understood my mom and her hurt, and I still love my mom the same. And I wouldn't change anything. Okay? But I'm not going to give up on a lost soul. Because somebody who should know better by now can't forgive or can't let something go. Or, you know, she said she forgave him. She just, she just had too many memories, you know, when she sees him or something. I understood that. That's fine. Find a Bible-believing church, Mom. You get it? Craziness, right? But that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. And God opens those doors. He makes, He tells you what to say, when you're supposed to say it, how to say it, how to love the person through it, everything. You know, and there's a lot more that came from that, just a, a whirlwind of things. And I just endured it all. It happened to me instead of the, instead of the person that 
they were mad at. <laughs> so I understand that verse. And I just I love them through it. <laughs> it goes, the, the next verse goes into it too. Yeah. So. I had to ask him to make sure that the verse was answered first. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I know. I, that's what I was trying to tell you guys <laughs> earlier. I talked too much. He, he said it. it. This right here, how I take it is, it's like you go to the Lord for everything. In other words, to Him. And then in quietness. That's how I took it, too. And yeah, and Just the, the, the seeking of it. The seeking. Is that glory that yeah. that verse is talking about? Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Is always looking for what you ask to be revealed. Yeah, it's, it's 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 everything because and it probably will explain the rest of the chapter to you it's everything because the uh, what he just said is everything because God's glory is eternal you well, understand the next verse goes really into it it's robotic. yeah okay it's his way of telling me to shut up and go to the next verse <laughs> <laughs> alright verse 3 as the heavens are high and the earth is deep so the hearts of kings are unsearchable Remove the drills from the silver, and out comes material for the silversmith. See, you got it. You get it. Mm-hmm. Look, look. You know, you're diving into everything we just talked about. Yeah, that's the reason. So, you know, I was going to say the, the yeah. box is that uh, slag. It's, yeah, it's the stuff that you it's have like to the clear bad out. It's like the sin has to come out. Yeah, so that the good stuff can come in. The more you heat any kind of, um, yeah. and Memo talks about it a lot. The more you heat any kind of. Uh, metal or anything uh, purifies it yeah all the stuff comes in you know what in in fontana you guys have heard of kaiser steel yeah okay mm-hmm. i live down the street from kaiser Steel. i live in old kaiser steel house they had mountains of slag yeah mountains and they started it's so lightweight it's like lava rock right but they had mountains of it from purifying the metal and I, when i say mountains you guys i'm talking about like they look like office buildings the stacks of it and they started breaking that up and selling it off years later uh, to make lightweight concrete. Crazy, right? Like quarter, yeah. three-quarter rock? Yeah. But it doesn't weigh nothing. Right. That's but, awesome. But uh, they found a use for it. But for a long time, I used to drive by it and it smelled all the time. There was mountains of it. That's how, that's how that, that's what God wants to do is he wants to refine us. He wants to take that, but he can't do it. Here's the thing. God can't do it because he gave us free will. We yeah. have to yeah. choose to go to choose him to have it done. Yeah. And that's what this is about. He's talking about us choosing. You understand? And then he heats it up to a certain temperature and yeah. then takes it out. Okay, look, at there's the beauty of it. I just shared a story with you, and I could sit here for hours and share thousands of stories with you the same way, where you have to go through something, even if it's not yours yeah. to go through. Yeah, exactly. And you can either accept the side of the person who's wrong and wronging somebody else who's going to wrong them back, or you can search out the matter and try to at least let God work in your life so you don't fall into that anymore because you're a Christian, but also to use your life to change those things. See, one no, of the words that yeah, outcomes... Outcomes of person that God can use. Mm-hmm. That goes also to instead of outcomes of material for the silversmith. What you were saying, Doctor Matt, that goes to. Um, I'm not skipping ahead, but it goes to 26, uh, verse, verse four, where it says, "Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you will be like him yourself." Exactly. You get it? There's another one. I forget where it's at, but it says, don't listen so carefully to your employee or your slave or whatever, because you'll hear them talking bad about you. And that one hit me like a ton of bricks one day. (laughs) That's kind of deep. Yeah, it's so deep, right? And here's the thing, though. 
It's telling you. Which one is that one? I don't know. I can't remember. It just popped in my head. It just popped in my head. But because it hit me one day just like that. It's so deep like that because what 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 it's doing is everything we're talking about, right? But also, um, you know what happened to me, sister? I'm just going to tell you like nobody else is here. Okay, this happened to me. God showed it to me like this. Okay, who? Why would you want to listen to that? When, when, and get mad at that person when you're doing the same thing. Just oh, I've out. had that spoken to me plenty of times. <laughs> I go, I go, what, Lord? Oh my God! Right, so, so I can't judge somebody doing it to me. That's so funny. And 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 you know what the beautiful part is? Everything we're talking about right now. When I stop doing that, it's going to stop happening to me, because I'm going to be the type of person that can reach that person. But I can't yeah. see to reach him right now because I'm doing the same thing. Exactly. I was like, oh, You're doing the man, same Lord. thing, yeah. You're whacked by a ledge. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. And that's why he chucks a wrench at him. That's why I speak so freely about the stupid stuff that happens to me because it, it's, it's God working in my life. Other people, other pastors won't tell you the crazy stuff I do. They've even told me to stop. Stop telling them so much about your life, folks. I'm a Christian. This is my life. This is what's happening. So hopefully, come from. hopefully it'll help somebody else be delivered. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed. I'm ashamed of what I did, but I'm not ashamed of what God did. Or Amen. Been pulled away from me yet. And I can share what God did, and sharing the shame, because I'm no longer ashamed because God changed me. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful, but. It's like the story of Paul. Mm-hmm. And that part where he's talking about kings and stuff, he's kind of talking about himself, right? But you are a child of a king. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a daughter of a great king. Mm-hmm. Amen? And we need to see ourselves not like that with a worldly pride, but like that with a pride in Christ. Amen? <clears throat> okay, go on to chapter 5. I mean, All right, let me, verse 5. Remove the wicked from the king's presence, and his throne will be established through righteousness. So I think what that means is, is that, I think, it, again, it goes back to um, you can't be in God's presence. Like, you can't be in God's presence and be a wicked person. You can't be in God's presence if you're a sinner. Yeah, you yeah. can you can be there, well, not, I, but you can't be there without like, being chastised. Right? Yeah, and he's also using a worldly example of what mm-hmm. he, he's trying to get you to understand spiritually. That's you verse gotta, five. Yeah, verse five. It's talking about in, in a kingdom, you can't rule righteously if the wicked are in there. So first, get the wicked out. Yeah, we're talking yeah. About. that's how. That's first, what get I the mean, wicked that's out. Yeah. and yeah. then you have yeah. a righteous kingdom. Okay, and that verse goes something. with the verse before it. So I talked to it, but I have to share this. <laughs> You're right, though. It does coincide with the verse before. Okay, why? It's, it's, going, it's going with a person. He's talking about you personally. Exactly. That's exactly. what I was just about to say. He's talking about you personally, okay? But Because then he can use you. That's what Paul said earlier. That's what we said on Sunday. Okay? But watch this. Okay, watch this. Are you ready? It happens in the church, too. It's happened to me in several churches. When I first came to this church, when I first came to this church, there were some wicked people doing the wrong things. He was, I'm just kidding. And he was part of it. I was going to say that, but then I tried to stop. Okay, he wasn't that bad, but there was the pastor and some people, I'm God forbid, I shouldn't be saying it online. But. I was getting um, ready to leave. Are you going to leave church? Right now? Yeah. Oh, right now? No, no, no. There was some stuff. There was all, you know, and this was the leadership, right? And they came to me and asked me to be the pastor, and I told them no. 
not going to do it. It took like six months, I think, right? They finally came to me, like in six months of me saying no, they finally came and said, okay, we'll do it your way. And I said, no, we'll do it together. And we changed the council to, we changed, it used to be a board who thought that they were over the church and could make decisions for everybody. And none of them even, none of them were even righteous enough to be on the board. Man, that sounds like a Pharisee. You understand? No, yeah, it was, was, it was pretty board. much a house of Pharisees. Yeah, he wasn't righteous enough to be on it either at the time. But like, my study says, that, I'm reading it, I'm, I'm dwelling on it. The king's court can do justice when wicked people are removed. Yeah. A little bit of evil can spoil much good. So the king's court can do can do justice when the wicked people are removed. That's if we go to yeah. God, God removes those. Yeah. So here's what happened. That's because if we if this we is, don't this is, seek Him, then that is, evil can do that. Yeah, think is, about it like a, like eating a salad. Yeah. Wait right? a minute. This is where I'm headed. Keep your thought. So, no, let me finish. So no, keep your thought, but let me finish what I'm saying. Okay. Paul can testify to it. I never went to any of those people and told them, hey, you can't be here. You can't do this. You can't do that. I didn't kick any of them out. You know what I did? I preached the gospel. I preached the gospel, and they either left or they got their lives right, and they stayed in leadership. That's what happened. That's the yeah. truth. And our church is no better today than it was then as far as like finances or people or anything, okay? What I see better is people are here growing in the Lord. They're hearing the word of God. Their lives are changing. And that, that, that's all I'm here for. You get it? But God did that. And you're right. God did it. But what did I do? All I did was preach the gospel. I didn't kick anybody out. No. I never did any of that. I just spoke the word. And people got mad at me and either left or got mad at me and changed. Mm -hmm. And I never even directed it at anybody. I just shared the gospel. But that's what happened. You understand? But that, it goes back to that verse. It goes back to to. Or three. Or yeah, it, it, it's in the same context. Yeah, in the same yeah. context, yeah. But he's pretty much is giving, it goes right back. Yeah. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Mm -hmm. Every Lord. petition, everything Crazy. to him, and stay quiet, and he will. It really was for me. It also goes back to, is to also um, having a firm foundation as well, too. Cause of course. It's like, without the foundation, you can't really, how else can you stand on any, how else can you stand on it? You can't because when you get tested, when those childs come, you're going to be easily knocked over. You're going to be um, easily knocked over. You're going to be pushed back. You're not going to be standing strong. You're going to be swayed away from thinking. I would have never been through Whoever has a firm foundation, whatever they have. Right. And I'm starting like to a, see that, like how it all ties in. in. Like another yeah. another analogy keep that uh, goes along with this Weird, right? is what's the best salad you've ever ordered? That's what I'm trying to say. The what? What's the best salad you've ever ordered? Uh, Maybe like oh, a chef salad or something like that. Chili's, they have all the little like a cob salad or something. Something they like that. They have all those little Asian. Okay, think about ordering ordering that, right? Uh -huh. And then you toss the salad, uh -huh. and, just go and, and then you take a couple bites, uh -huh. right? And you're enjoying it. For that third bite, you 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 scoop it up and you see a dead roach in it. Ooh. Are we talking about the salad? Yeah, that happened to me once. I got a story. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> you see a dead roach. Right. Now, how good is that salad? A whole salad. The whole salad's right. done, right? Yeah. Right. Take it back. I don't want it anymore. Right. right? It's the same thing. You got to get all that wicked out for it to even be righteous. You know, it's just, it, it's just another example of what they're showing. Right there. It goes back to what I was reading in Matthew too, about about the parables about sowing the seeds. 
about how uh, God was talking about how there are seeds that fall on rocky ground, there's seeds that, that fall on ground that's, oh, that's, old that's uneven, yeah. and it's and it's also seeds that fall on ground with thorns. That's a spoiler. It's coming right up, Mark 4. Yeah, so that's what that's just reminding me of. <laughs> that's deep. When you get there, you're going to trip out. That is very, that one right there. I There's like go, parables in parables. I can go on through Yeah, one. that's what I'm studying right now. It's like they're, they're deep, and I, it's like it's, they're deep. Especially when God started showing me that one. Uh, that like the first two the people aren't saved I didn't ever knew that before but it's so deep you start to see it like God's calling them calling them calling them but they just keep falling away falling away falling away weird and they all all those seed teachings are all in, under the same teaching mm-hmm. yeah I want to hear what is it it's Mark 4 it's uh what, what is the, the sower it's the sower. The parable it's, of the sower, the mustard seeds. You know what? The parables. There's really only the one seed. seed. That fell on the ground. And yeah. It Talk about your faith. Firm foundation. If your foundation is strong, you won't be able to sow your seeds. And if you do sow them, some will grow up, but they'll wither away once the sun comes up and things like that. So it's like if the seeds are planted on yeah, good yeah, ground are you tripping on that one yeah, and that they'll grow up yeah. among weeds and thorns and bushes and stuff like that, that so it, it won't it's be any good a hundred more things and it gave an example too is, is when the seeds fall it gave an example as the thorns and the and the weeds are, are basically the devil they're the seeds of the devil so as long as the seeds fall on good ground and, and, the, and the harvest is good that's that's uh that's basically the children of God. So it's basically talking about your your foundation. If your foundation is rocky, then you won't be able to withstand. Now every time we eat a salad, like, oh, I got rid of everything. It's just the same story combined. It's just the analogy of it. Yeah. You know, to have a righteous kingdom, you got to get rid of the officials. Yeah. Right. And it's just a. A spiritual perspective that he's trying to show you. You know, he's using because he's a king, right? You got to think from how he's trying to show a perspective because Christ is from an individual. But since he's a king, like it'd be like if I started talking electrically to you guys. If I started telling you things, I use parables and analogies of what I do electrically. You know, you'd have to understand who I am first, and then understand what the way I'm teaching. You know, where we've decided. You know, so it's the same thing here. That's is he just talking about a kingdom so you guys could understand it? But he's trying to get you to see something spiritually that's within yourself. Oh, you know, that's why I keep going back towards kingdom analogies, right? Yeah, yeah because spiritual. when he's talking about the steel, he's talking about within you. It's got to get purified, and then it rises to the top, and you can get it rid. Re- and then the next part talks about getting rid of it, which is getting yeah. rid of the wicked. Getting rid of the wicked, and that's what's that's what's purified when it's under. Uh, uh, intense fire. That's what me and Paul were just talking about. Even on the seeds, you brought up the seeds. Um, some fell on the the path, right? And the birds came and ate them. Mm-hmm. That's that's when when God's word comes into somebody, right? And they 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 see a possibility. They see a possibility, but then the world, the comes enemy in. comes and just takes, takes it away. It away yeah. The devil, he just goes, no. What about this? What about that? What? And they and they don't. They become overwhelmed. Like it's not possible. So they he takes it out of them. Right, the next one falls on the on the soil with the weeds and stuff. All the cares of the world come in, you know. Well, what he's talking about when we get to that point where we're purified and that 
that uh, it's really what we were talking dross about. Dross or what's it called comes off of you? Uh, the dross. The dross, the dross comes off or whatever. And that's what I was just telling Paul. We're not going to let the cares of the world destroy us anymore. We're going to trust him, not the world. That's good soil. We've, we've made the choice because of the refining that he's done in our life to trust him over anything else. So we yeah. let him reveal everything that is not right in us. Oh, to keep cleaning it, to make us more yeah. trust him, more trust him to the point where we don't even want to be here anymore. We want to be with him. And that's just the truth. That's what the hope is. And the only reason we want to be here is to share the word of God with somebody. And we pray for opportunities. We pray for whatever we need, finances, whatever we need to to continue to do what he's called us to do. And when Christians are persecuted, it's because of that hope that they have. You know, because there's nothing that can stop them. So Christians get persecuted because you can't stop someone who doesn't even care for being here. You know, yeah. so what the world thinks is like, well, we got to get rid of them because they're just infecting everybody around yeah. them. Yeah, and they should be infecting everybody. And that's what them. that's what would go on, and that's what persecution actually really comes from. In the first um, century of the church starting, um, people would freely give their lives. Dude, they were so cool. They, people lied and died. They'd freely give their lives to to for the Lord, freely. Like like, and they and they didn't even try to persecute the person persecuting them. You and I, we can't stand it when somebody talks about us. Man, that trust them. <laughs> but it was so cool to be a Christian back then. Yeah, people that, would like say they gave their houses away, and then they took the money and gave it to the ministry. Yeah, but they would lie about it, and then yeah, there was there was like two that's people. That's how cool it was. There's Isn't there a story about that? About a man and a wife, right? Yeah, I remember that story. He's home in the No, but that's you know that's the way it was, and that's the way it should be today. It should be. We should be the same way, but until we come to know Christ like that, we're not going to surrender everything. But he, when we surrender everything, you guys, all we're surrendering is death. We have to be that eager to do the things of the Lord. That we're so eager that we give up literally everything, even the roof over our head to be with him. And that's what this is talking about right here. And he's talking about uh, he was a king of, a, of the greatest kingdom ever. Can you imagine? Nobody's had his wealth or his wisdom. And nobody, nobody. will. And, and, and he, even though he tried everything and screwed everything up, man, you read through. Uh, Until the end of time. Man. Uh, you read through Ecclesiastes. He'll, he'll tell you the things he did. Yeah, that's what nasty. I was Ecclesiastes, dude. It's nasty. But you know what, though? Every sin you could think of, he did it. Yeah. Same writer. Same writer as this, which was David's son, Solomon. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyways, back to the scripture. Come on, yep. you guys. You got me started uh, on a whole different thing. Verse six. six. Okay, so verse six says Do not exalt yourself in the king's presence and do not claim a place among great men. Uh, seven. It is better for him to say to you, come up here then for him to humiliate you before a nobleman okay <laughs> tell me what there? I was going to say tell me what you think that means I was going to ask you guys um, let me try to see okay um, what what's exactly what I guess I guess I guess um, I can take you to a parable number six what it says do not exalt yourself in the king's presence I think that means uh, I'm sorry to not put yourself do not put yourself above God Mm, That's what I think it kind of hidden that. It's more of like, don't think of yourself. What does yours say? Um, mine says, don't demand an audience with the king or push for a place among the great. It's better to wait for an invitation to 
to the head table than to be sent away in public disgrace. Yeah, that's literally a parable. Jesus tells a parable. I just shared it with him a minute ago. He's like, "That's where I was going." (laughs) It's uh, Jesus. He says he goes into depth on it. Yeah. Um, Where is that parable? Read it to us. Sometimes it gets confusing because mine is different. And then we read it. No, yours is a story Bible, so it, it tells you more. It says to, to get yeah. an audience oh, okay. with the king, a wise person will practice humility instead of pride. Wow. Oh, that's that's, exactly that's easier to understand exactly right there. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, her, hers is the study. Mine's yeah. study. Hers, yeah. hers is what we would come to. To gain an audience <laughs> with the king, a wise person will practice humility instead of pride. In other words, I'm still a little humble. No, so, wait, wait till the kid reads the parable. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, like whatever comes out of Jesus' mouth is like <laughs> on the spot. So bad yeah. Go ahead, tell it. No, I, 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 the parable will explain it. Oh, you, but you, as long as you're not, well, go ahead. That's why I'm like, I the parable know. will explain it. It'll work. Huh? No, tell her what you were going to say. Well, it'd, it'd be explaining the whole thing. Oh, that's why I'm saying that's why I asked you to find it. For it. I'm not gonna get my phone. What do I keep him All around right. for? This one. So the one where uh, where they're sitting in front of the king, and it's better not. It's better to no. It's somebody who comes into like a, a it's a, like a yeah a dinner. Oh, yeah, and dinner. And he sits himself at the head of the table, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he's asked to go sit somewhere else. It's better to sit somewhere else and be asked to, sit asked to be brought at the head of the table. So then you're honored. You're at the head of the table. The other one, you're disgraced. Yeah. So, so Jesus, so Jesus said that is the great banquet. I love this. He said, he said, um, even the elite are gonna fall, right? And I and I thought about. Oh, I found it right here. I thought about that scripture. The only it. the only reason why. Um, they they would fall yeah. is because 14. they put themselves in an elite position. He did. There. That's right. He became he he came like as, oh, as a servant. He's doing it on his own. Yeah. Yeah. you get it. He put yeah. himself on the pedestal instead of God blessing him I'll say that to do that. Second, yeah. and it just kind of backfired on him, right? Incredible. Right. You guys ready to hear it from the Lord's mouth? Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> Don't don't get so haughty. I don't know. This is what the Lord said. I know. That's what I just said. <laughs> I, I, feel like I, I feel like Isaiah. This is what the Lord said. <laughs> and this is the little sayings of the Lord. Do not. <laughs> Where are we headed now? We're in Luke 14. If you Luke 14. Luke 14. I'm going to start first one. 15 minutes. Get your prayers in. Oh, Luke. Already? We didn't even get halfway through it. I mean, we can keep going. I'm here until 12. Are you serious? I can do work. I got work too. Oh, wait, we work from home. We could be here a little later. I'm just kidding. You Luke 14. Right, ready? I don't blame you. Yes. Okay, it says, One Sabbath, when Jesus went to eat in the house of, the, of a prominent Pharisee, he was being carefully watched. There in front of him was a man suffering from abnormal swelling of his body. Jesus asked the Pharisee and the experts in the law, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath or not? But they remained silent. So taking hold of the man, he healed him and sent him on his way. Then he asked them, If one of you has a child or an ox that falls into a well on the Sabbath day, will you not immediately pull it out? And they had said nothing and they had nothing to say. When he noticed how the guests picked the places of honor at the table, he told them this parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not take the place of honor, for a person more distinguished than you may have been invited. If so, the host who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your seat. Then, humiliated 
you will have to you will have to take the least important place, right? You all the seats are already filled, right? When you're sitting at the head of the table, you're like, oh, dude, that seat was for somebody else. Now you have to do the walk of shame to like the worst seat that's probably not even a seat, you know? Then, humiliated, you will have to take the least important place. But when you are invited, take the lowest place. So that when your host comes, he will say to you, friend, move up to a better place. You see that? Then you will be honored in the presence of all the other guests. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled. You see? And those who humble themselves will be exalted. I have a great story, but go on. <laughs> no, that's what, the, that's what uh, when we were reading that verse yeah. in Proverbs, that's exactly what, what I was thinking of. Because it's like, I'm sure that's what he was talking about. When Is it like the, like the the first would be last and the last would be first? Is that something? No, that's that different. That's it's more of that's like, on equal ground. See, he's talking about, in this scripture, he's talking about somebody putting themselves first. Yeah. You're talking about... They suffer from main character syndrome. Yeah. This is my story. I want to be at the head of the table. Instead of like, oh, I don't know whose house... I don't know who's been invited here. Let me just sit at this. Is that similar like pride? Yeah, exactly. I just call it main character syndrome. All sins start with pride. Pride, Starts with pride and falls with pride. I have to tell you something. I think it's based down from selfishness to selflessness. I was just going to say that. Literally, that's good and evil. Like, you, you want to make a... You want to make a, a an argument about what's good and evil? Selfish, selfishness and selflessness of the two. Like try and justify something selfish. Anything. My time. Try and justify it. You know, it, it makes you sound selfish when you try and justify that stuff. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Yeah. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. When I was um, probably about five years ago now, it was right after my wife passed away. Then I went out to my sister's. Um, I went out to Orange County, and lo and behold, my niece was getting married. But I hadn't seen these people in years, you know. And here I am in flip flops and a flannel, you know. And they and they make me go to the wedding, and uh, I sit in the back, you know what I mean. And everybody's dressed in suits and everything and stuff like that. My sister and her daughter pulled me up to the front, made me get in the pictures with everybody. So everybody's wearing suits, they're all beautiful. Here I am in flip-flops and a flannel, and they're, and they're stinking pictures. You know what I mean? But I made myself sit in the back, because I was, I was almost like, oh wow, I didn't even I didn't even expect this, and you know, blah, blah, blah. But that's how much love that they had for me, that they didn't care. You get it? They're like, oh, it's just Matt being Matt. And that's what... That's what that scripture is about, you know. Don't don't go up there like, "Hey, I'm Uncle Matt. Like, I helped raise you. I changed your diaper." Or, you know what I mean? But I was just like, no, I was just like humbled by it. But um, but I was more humbled by the fact that they made me, and I was trying to get out of the pictures. No, I look at how I'm dressed. You don't want me in your picture. No, we want you. We want you right here. And I thought, and you were probably right in the front where everyone could see it in the picture. Yeah, that's what was sad. <laughs> I should have been hiding behind. What do you mean? You were probably the realest person in the picture. Everyone's, wearing a suit. <laughs> Everyone's fake up, and then you're real. <laughs> but you know, you think you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I mean, there was plenty of other pictures, but I still felt like, wow, Lord, that's that's amazing. You know, said, you know said, if I get a wife that lets me do that, I'm gonna be wearing something like this. <laughs> yeah, my wife and it was a battle just to get a final. They let me wear flip-flops to marry them, which was cool. Amen. I know, got away with it. Yeah. 
They said you can even wear your flip flops. I, I said don't okay. I'd wear. Flip-flops. Really okay. I will. So. What was that look for? I want to know. <laughs> you understood something. No, I didn't. No, she I did. Like, huh? Give it to us. Oh. Uh, hey, Rena. Um. Okay. So it says number eight. Just because you've seen something, don't be in a hurry to go to court. For what will you do in the end if your neighbor deals? Deals you a shameful defeat. There is another parable for that one. There is another parable. I want that one. That man too. That one's amazing. You can think of like if you guys have been paying attention to the news, there's a lot of fake news coming out, Mm -hmm. and a lot of people are jumping on something that they saw, but it takes days to verify that story, and three days later they realize what they reported on the beginning was false. Yeah, right. You know, it's the same thing. Don't be hasty. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what that's what's shame. You gotta yeah. research stuff before you. Yeah. Plus, it's better. So what is it? Okay. So it's what is this better. talking about when I mentioned when it says court in my Bible? So so go. What is that supposed you have to, to go start with you the first or the half end of the verse right before, Don't because be that's rush. part of the entire thing. It says, "What you have seen with your eyes, do not bring hastily to court." Yeah, so don't bring it to a place of authority what you've seen with your eyes because you only saw just a little piece of it. You didn't see the whole entire story. Or you don't know what's really So what going you on. saw, you think might have gone this way, but when you see the whole aspect of the entire story, you get all the other eyes that were on it and they all come together and they tell the story. So if you bring oh, it to court too okay. fast, you know, where, where authority matters. Oh, and then you're going to be looking You're going to be the oddball. Oh, the same thing yeah. like oh, we just I talked about. this guy of nothing oh, yeah. or something, and he actually <coughs> didn't it at all. I mean, in, in all reality, he was the hero of the story instead of the evil man of the story. It takes your mind's rash, rash action. That's kind of like, uh, know your place, too. It takes your mind's rash Rash actions often result in shame. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. go off of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, in this world, we always encounter situations, right? Someone, yeah, someone will come up to us and say something, right? We're like, oh, man, that's not right. Instead of hearing the other person, we're only getting half of the story, right? And, and so you only get half of it and you're running with it instead of... Check because there's two sides to every story, and people don't usually make themselves look bad. They're not going to give you stuff to make themselves look bad, so they leave things out or or alter it a little bit, you know, so that they look okay, and you're you're looking bad on this person. And you're placing a judgment on that person, and you're like, no. It's just—it's just like me and Orlando. That he has his story. Wait a minute, I got—I got to hear my story too. Right. It's like that. Exactly. But so as Christians, so, that's why we have to humble ourselves yeah. because we don't—we're not—we're supposed to love there you everyone. Go. Take a full I want to. So now we have to. So what he we says. This side I want to take what she's. Side. I want to take what she's talking about and deeper. Everyone watches us, so yeah. now we just kind of show empathy towards both. And just show it yeah. in love of both. It says that you're sensitive to both sides. Lives. It says to right? be slow to anger, or sorry, let slow me, to speak and slow to become angry. Let me take what you're Where's talking that? about. That's, That's in James. That's in James. Yeah. yeah. James me, what? <coughs> it's like James three. Yeah. No, I think it's the first chapter. It is, I think it's the first chapter. I'll find it for you. I'll Listen, you let me okay. take it deeper for you guys because there's a deeper meaning here, and it goes back to what you were talking oh, yeah, about. The it goes right back to where we were. Okay, <laughs> in the beginning of this. Let me take it deeper. Sometimes people are acting a certain way, which is what we talked about. God wants to refine, to remove from our lives. They're acting a certain way because they don't know anything else. But they're not showing what they're, what they're thinking or going through 
in their actions, they're just hurting somebody or, or attacking somebody or coming at you. You understand? But there's a deeper meaning. There's something deeper in their life going yeah. on. You understand? Mm-hmm. And it's like when we, like, I have it happen to me constantly. I think it's because I'm the pastor. Okay? It hasn't happened as often as it used to because the people are growing and the Lord really good, so they're starting to get things right. But I've had people mad about the dumbest thing or come to me mad about something somebody else or this or that, you know? And the whole time it, it has nothing to do with what is happening. It has to do with what's in them. Yeah. And when you seek the Lord in, in your own life and He brings you through those things, you can see those things in somebody else. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Also, even if you've never been through those things, but you're seeking the Lord, He gives you what you need to see those things. So there's always something deeper. Yeah, and, and people through Jesus' eyes. So yeah. I, I want to take this. So I want to, yeah. So I want to take this a little bit further. Okay, think about the court being God's court. Yeah. Right, and here we are accusing a brother, or here we are um, checking mud. Enough. Here we're checking mud, and we can't see the real reason behind it. You understand? Right. Right. So then we. So when we take it to court, God shows us the truth or shows us ourselves in it like I shared with you guys earlier you know don't listen so carefully because you're going to see yourself yeah. speaking and I just found a verse in Proverbs going back to Proverbs um, 24-23 where it says these also are sayings of the wise to show partiality and judging is not good mm-hmm. and Get it? Because yeah. we don't know. Yeah, that's, a, that's a perfect one. Yeah. Look, every single person that comes through these doors is going to bring worldly baggage. Yeah. Okay, we all did it, didn't we? Mm-hmm. When we came, we're not the people we were before we came through these doors. I, I don't even care about these doors. But let's say spiritual doors, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not the same people that we were before we came and brought these things before Christ. So when people come in acting like that, and like he said, it could be some of us that just aren't walking with them like we should right now. And so right away we start to feel a certain way or something. You know, right, I mean? we stumble on the things we've been meditating on. You get it? And we've been trying to have self-control of those things. Or something Man, like you guys, there's so many it goes issues. back to the parable. The song there's seeds. so many weird things going on. You know what I mean? With all of us. And when you can just step back and be like, wow, Lord, I remembered when I was doing that. I remember this. I remember that. How can we help them come to the understanding that we now have? Yeah. You no, there's it? been times where That's I've gotten deep. frustrated with myself because I wasn't quite in step with the spirit and like like my wife's doing something. And I want to yell at her for it and I'm like, oh, I can't even do that because I'm doing the same stupid thing. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> even then he wouldn't even then he wouldn't because you know? God would show him a way to talk to her. Yeah. Because that's what usually that's what happens is like when if I were to just act on what what she should be doing and like I'm not realizing that I'm doing the same thing. Well if I were just to act on it then I would just be acting worldly, but then now that I'm seeing it from a perspective that like, oh I'm doing the same dumb thing I have to approach it a different way in a more loving way because and that's God working through you exactly. right because he has you like ah, yeah like ah. and I get so frustrated with like myself but not at her like or anything but that's just an example of like like the same stinking thing I see it in myself and I'm like oh, I'm doing the same dumb thing like ah you know I have to come out I have to figure out a different way just to, to reach her and and it works way better than if I were just to like start like throwing mud at each other you know you know what happened to me when I was young and prideful like that 
Did you like how he kind of threw that in there? <laughs> hey, I'm just being honest with you guys. No, I love it. It's, it's, it's so true, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth about me, okay? This is way back when I was young. I got saved when I was 26, and it really started happening before that. But um, my wife, my first wife, when we got around friends or family, she would say things that would embarrass me. Oh, I love those things. Do you understand? And I used to get mad at her. I used to get mad at her on the way home, right? Then I was like, no, I'm going to get mad at her while she's doing it. So she stopped doing it. You know what I mean? I would do stupid stuff like that. And then when I got saved, um, God started like revealing things to me about my relationship and stuff, right? And so I started just letting it happen. Like just, just accept it. Just let it happen, right? I was thinking worldly still though. I'm, okay, Lord, I'm just going to let it happen then, and I'm just not going to do anything about it. <laughs> well, as God was working through it with me, right, because it was a constant thing, you know, and he was working through it with me, I started realizing that this is who my wife is, and she's not talking trash. She's just being herself. You understand? Yeah. And so not only did I learn to just accept it like in a worldly way, but I learned to, <laughs> I ended up learning to love my wife for who she really was, I ended up loving the things I hated. That's what God did. He let me let my wife be free. Right? And in doing so, he freed me. He was showing me different ways to go about it. What the heck? Yeah. It's he was crazy. like, just wait for it. Just wait for it. <laughs> and isn't that everything, isn't that everything we're talking about that we're supposed to have for each other? Yeah. Yeah. That's what marriage shows you is... Isn't that crazy? It shows you. Yeah. Probably still going through it, but I'm helping him. When you have family, you have to deal with each other. That's just it. But when you choose to love someone and you get married to them, it's like that first step in showing you how you're supposed to treat everybody in the first place. You know, when you truly understand. If you can achieve that. Heck yeah. yeah. But you know, God does it. Like I said, come to find out, right? Like we were talking about on Tuesday, right? Christ is the head of man, man is the head of woman or whatever. So Christ showed me, first thing he showed me was she wasn't trying to come against me or humiliate me or anything. That was who she was and she was being herself. And I couldn't stand her being herself because of my sin in my own life was humiliating me. But why, can't, why should she have to be silent about me? And the truth is, when I really looked at it, she wasn't really talking about me. She was just talking about her life. She was just sharing what's going on and, and the things we've struggled with or this or that. You know, it was nothing bad. Yeah, it just becomes funny. Right? But, but, but my sin, because it was sin, caused me to resent it and to cause me to be angry about it. And, and it was ruining our relationship. You know what I mean? So when, when God started to reveal it to me, think about how amazing that is. I was still thinking worldly, though, still like, okay, God, then I'll just let it be, whatever, okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then he just kept still, he still just kept dealing with me and dealing with me, right? Come to find out it was just who my wife was. And I learned to love the person, who she was. So I loved the things that used to drive me crazy. But in doing this, not only did I set her free, right, to be herself, which she should have always been. But God set me free from the sin in my life that I was ashamed of because she spoke it so easily. That's crazy stuff. You get the beauty of that uh, that I that guess. first verse. If you want to go back to twenty five one, you get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. some crazy stuff. Yeah. I got a million of them, sister. Just stick around. No. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. But it's funny, right? 
<laughs> Terrible. Did you like that, Brian? Yeah. I saw it. Like, it was sticking real. out like a sore thumb. It wasn't real. It was there for us to laugh at, but it's funny. But God, you know, He does those things. That, yeah. That's the beauty about us never being. It's like you were saying about the court thing. Whoever brought that one up, right? I don't even see a worldly court. You can take it that way, right. and you can and you can see the same thing. There's a parable that we could have read to you guys where Jesus said to catch up with that brother before you get to court and make things right. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? There's so many parables like do that. whatever you need to. You do, yeah. yeah. Do whatever. Roll the extra mile right before that. He says. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever. Okay, but but really, it's his court. That we're only, you know, when a man, I love that scripture, a, a man can judge all things, but he himself cannot be judged by anything. I love that scripture, a man of God, because you know why? We can judge the world so that we don't fall into it, but when the world judges us, it doesn't matter because there's only one judge. You see it? You see the beauty of it? So when we get in that heart set that they were talking about on Sunday, when we get in that heart set, we don't care what the world's doing. That verse I read to you in the beginning in John 3, it says, How great is the love the Father has lavished upon us that we should be called His children. It goes on to say, The world doesn't know you. You get it? Yeah. They don't know you because they didn't know me. And you who have this hope in me, you purify yourself just as He who is pure. So you take, take it before God. You take it before God. You take it before God. Because He says, Sin is lawlessness. You get it? Yeah. So we just keep taking it before God, taking it before God, because he loved us so much that yet while we were yet in our sins and our transgressions, Christ died for us. That's the love he lavished on us, that we should be called his children, not because we did anything, but because he's doing everything in us. Yeah, That's some crazy stuff, but it's true. And that's the depth of it. It's his court we need to stand in yeah. front of. Yeah, because it doesn't matter what is... Uh, judged on the earth, it's what matters after. Mm. You know, so whatever is judged here is not not what you'll be condemned for. It's the it's the stuff after. That's where the real truth will come. You know, everything will be brought into the light, and every need. Will She's bow. still laughing about how I treated my wife. Look no, I'm laughing at Jordan. <laughs> oh, I have a stinking splinter on my face. He's uh, like, he's um, <laughs> sidetracked over here. That's Anyways, he's got to be rising down first. So now I think, sir, you finished reading that proverb, you're probably going to come to life. Or we can start there again. On oh, no, I, I have a better context of it now. So because I'm taking. Wait, wait, we're stopping there? Oh, man. You should. Yeah, he heard. Or aptly spoken. Like, apples is I when I was listening to you guys Tuesday, um, I forget someone mentioned Proverbs, and you guys were saying um, about uh, reading the scripture every day and meditating. Proverbs, yeah. So I started with Proverbs. So that's why I started in twenty five. You want some new tests? I went through a test. Some tests, and it. Yeah, she started it too. And I saw it because that. That foolishness on twenty six, right? I wasn't playing. I wasn't acting on those foolishness in my office. Well, they mocked me, but I was cool. I kept going. I was I was listening to some preacher on YouTube, but they were mocking on me. Was it Matt? No, because listen, what be careful. Was, be careful no, to listen to your servants because you're going to hear no, them. This is what happened. <laughs> I was talking to one of my super. I'm going to ask for prayer for her. She was 
she's going through a really rough time and it's hard financially and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Her husband's not working. So in my heart, I told her, you know, Sharon, I'm going to pray for you. So, but then when I was getting ready to type it, type it, to send it to her instant message, it went to a group message. So those ladies, those five ladies were laughing at me. And I'm like, what's going on? Oh, that's a good thing, not a and bad I'm thing. Like, Drop your pride. And, then, uh, huh, and I said, that's you a know good what? thing. It's okay, because I'm not embarrassed of my God. They all know I love Jesus. Amen. I'm you. I I love you. I love you. <laughs> and then she gave me I could work this Wednesday because she laughed at me and I was praying and <laughs> myself. She gave me Wednesday. Jackie, you could work in the office. Thank you. I even went like this. Right? Thank you. Thank you so much. It's for my church. I gotta go help. And I'm gonna stay there to work, you know, late. But they laughed at me at the office mocking. That's awesome. So Praise God. <laughs> so I saw <laughs> the foolishness in Proverbs. You know, there were seven about 26 about the, you know, the foolishness. Don't be part of that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was, I saw it. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, I, I was like, oh. Wait, ooh. You know what's cool is she's just starting to You know what's going to happen eventually? Those ladies are going to respect her and come to her. Yeah. Thank you. Right? I tested some of my waters today. Did so today, I, um, well, yesterday, um, we were in a group chat and they wanted us to go to the bar and do karaoke and you know, all that stuff. And I didn't, I knew I didn't want to go, but I was like, I wasn't too sure, you know? And then, um, this morning, I was like, I I went back on the group chat and I told them that I had Bible studies today. And I was like, let's see, you know? And um, I didn't go. I I came here because I look forward to it, you know? I'm sure I just I told them like have fun be safe like you know but I have Bible studies you know and I was like kind of like proud of myself but um, they didn't give me bad response but I felt like and here it begins because I know this is where people start separating and I just I just like kind of met them too you know and um I, my flesh was telling me where were you where were you kind of girls when I was actually out? <laughs> but, you know, and it's funny how, I mean, I wouldn't say they're still, you know, but the crazy thing is I met him from my boss, and um, they used to go to church, you know, and um, right now they, they went through some stuff, and they kind of like backsliding, yeah. and they're together in a group going through things, but they're going out a lot, and I'm not judging, you know, um, I don't want to judge them or be a hypocrite, you know, because I'm still, you know, at the beginning. Yeah, I wouldn't still. say at the beginning, but this is the most, the furthest I've been in my walk. Before I would already been, like, you know, like, yeah. especially at this, this month, because this is my month where I'm always being, like, it never failed, you know? Like we and, um, about it does yeah. feel now. The seed that yeah. sprouts and gets choked down. And so when I, when I heard that they used to go to church, I'm like, I can sit there and be like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, you guys should go to church, you know? Yeah. I, I do Bible studies over here. Um, 
Monday, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. I do early childhood at this church. I'm like, it doesn't matter as long as wherever your heart desires, like, and you feel comfortable, like, go and do it, you know? Like, go back to church. And um, they still invite me, and then today was, like, my test. And they're like, oh, come on. Like, you know, like, you know. Especially a little hot. Yeah, they're like, come on. Yeah, like, sure. say any videos. And we're on a group chat. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. They think it's and I'm just like, no. And if they start talking crap, then. It's normal. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, you know? I have friends, like, good friends, like, best friends. Like, straight up telling them, when can I see you? And I'm like, you can see me whenever. And then he goes, no, when can I see you without Jesus? I was like, oh, that ain't gonna happen. Like, it doesn't happen. Good luck. What? I saw a mouse. You did not. I oh, we don't mean to say that. Look, you see it right there. You see it? Oh, okay. there is a mouse. Get it, get it. Just went straight through. into the... Girl, there's a mouse. Get up. We need to get some. We need to get some traps here. Yeah. I'm sorry, this blurted out. I mean to say that. That's no, all right. We need to get rid of them. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they're everywhere. I think it's been a like year. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. why the bag was open. If anybody asked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You want to play with them? He's in the office. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Hopefully, it went out the door. Yeah. Nice There's a gap. And you know, I won't say I. I won't say like I'm pirate. I don't know. I don't want to speak yeah. into existence. Like I want to have faith in myself. Yeah. Like, you know. And that's why another reason why I don't want to be judgmental because you know yeah. like in the beginning of this month even though I, I, I did go out you know yeah. I backside and for those two days I was off and I was like ugh and I didn't like how I felt and I told myself if you go out that's how you're going to be again yeah. maybe even like 20 times worse you know and it threw me off and it was funny because I went to work the other day and I put some music on and my mom told me about because I had some questions about the devil right so and um, she was telling me how he one of the angels or whatever his name was had um, like he like had music in him or right yeah because I was asking about the devil yeah I was asking about the devil and it just was clicking to me and I was like oh man okay so that's where the like rap music and that kind of music comes from. I don't know why. Out of all days, I literally asked about it, and I go to work and I'm listening to rap music. And I'm like, just like once, like two songs, right? And I'm like, okay. And I don't even realize I'm late to work. I'm like, here's my job, and I'm like, well, I'm just gonna go to the store, and I'm ready to turn. I'm like. I'm five minutes late. What am I doing? It's this music. <laughs> and all I can think Terrible. about is his little thing. I'm like, traitor. <laughs> and so I turn it off and I'm like talking to myself and somebody's seeing me for anything. I'm crazy. Like, what the? <laughs> I'm like, I'm gone. I was you like, know, when see, I, and every day I've been listening to Christian music. Hey Amen. They have Christian day. rap, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I just put it on. And I was like, you guys like this? Yeah. Orlando listens to the Christian yeah. rap all yeah. day. When I, worked I thought it was funny. Youth? I've just been testing myself lately. When I was I've been seeing the, the difference. When I worked with like, the youth. Like he said last time, too. A lot of the girls in the youth, when I worked with the youth, and a lot of the guys, too, in a whole different way, gangster type way, but the girls um, thought they were worthless, that they could be mistreated, and all kinds of stuff. And it came from listening to that music. It really did. When, that, when I really got down to it, it's like it, they were being programmed by these these rappers talking nasty, what they're going to do to women, all this different stuff. And the girls, the girls, the girls just accepted it like it was their life, and and they were being abused. A lot of them. I was blown away when I heard about it. And then the guys felt empowered to do whatever they wanted too. 
Music is a big thing. It is. Right. Talk, especially Jesus nowadays. Sing about um, putting the Spanish flies in the drink, and, and then uh, and then Bill Cosby started doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, we're online. <laughs> it's true. I just can't believe he said that online. It's true. It's true. But yeah. Oh my God. What I was saying is they used to sing boldly about it, uh-huh. but then, but then, when when uh, all of a sudden when it, it started seeing it happen, now it now it's so bad, uh, you know. But it's always been bad. It's just mm-hmm. it's okay to sing about things bad and talk about things bad. And you know what? It's not just rap music. It's all genres of music yes. have have. Well, bad you're reading poetry. You're reading poetry. That's yeah. Right. These yeah. these but you're listening to music is different. That's why the, the world now is backwards. Things that are bad are good, and things that are yeah. good are bad. Yeah. What the Bible says would happen in the end times. I have a prayer. But it's not all. My French, my coworker Sharon. 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 Yeah. And just pray for me at work with those girls that were they literally were mocking, laughing. Okay. I think that's a good thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually. To be honest, if you read like John 14 and like a half or three quarter, it talks about that when they perse- come against you and persecute you, mm-hmm. they're not persecuting you, they're yeah. persecuting Christ in you. You know, and what happened, and I felt, I was John okay. Fourteen. Fourteen, but like I three felt, quarter and a half. James one nineteen. Like seven is that, uh, I have confidence one, in yeah, God. I know who I am through the Lord. One nineteen is okay, the, uh, Sad for be them. quick to like, listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Amen. Because you guys need it. I, um, I'm like, it's hard to accept, but it's actually a good thing. Because <laughs> you know what the truth is? It's what he just quoted. Mm-hmm. He told you about John's, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually a good thing because the way I always saw it is God has them right where He wants them. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they're ready to. <laughs> if they're if they're being convicted by your presence and who you are in Christ, they're showing that they're being called. And and it's an encouragement to how you live in your life because you're living to what you've been called to. Go ahead, sister. It's funny because I have this coworker and I'm going to do a prayer request for him too. Um, He shared like really deep stuff and we would talk and stuff, you know? And then out of nowhere, it was just like, I don't know, Pastor. It was like, and at first I was like, well, maybe it's in the bad mood, you know? And then the next day, next day, and then I have another cold. Um, and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, you have a crush on me. In my head, I'm like, well, she, are we in elementary? Like, you know, is that how people treat their crush? I didn't say nothing. <laughs> like, Whatever, I'm still going to be cool, you know, because normally I don't like, I don't like disrespect people, you know? And, um, I was still being kind, hi, you know, and I didn't like let that comment interfere with anything either, nor did I speak it like to anyone else. You know, I left it alone. And um, today I was like, you know what? I like, I know we're supposed to show love, like no matter what, you know? And so I've just been really patient with him. And in my head, I'm like, what, what have I done wrong to you? Because we, we were just opening up to me. And, like, so easily and everything was fine. I didn't understand what went wrong. So today I said, I'm not gonna say nothing to him, I'm not gonna smile, but I'm not gonna be rude either, you know? So today I walk by and I'm just like, and he's like, 
And I thought to myself, what's wrong with the world? Like, you know, you show them kindness and they don't want to accept it. But uh-huh. you, you don't show them like, you know, I wasn't like, Ugh, you know, <laughs> but he was okay. Mm-hmm. He want to smile at me now. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, I'm going to pray for you today. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I pray for people. Like, I show a lot of sympathy. But when it came to that, I felt like my, I was being tested. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like to, I don't like rude people. Yeah. You know, like I'm kind. If I see somebody crying, I'll go hug them. I don't even know them. I've been like that since I was a kid, you know. But for people that are me, like, I don't like that. And I, I dealt with that right. I, like, <laughs> I just thought to myself like that. Ugh, the world. You saw the mouse, so you had to wipe your hands clean. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Abraham. Abraham. Wow. Man, what's the meaning of Abraham? Yeah, and then I said something in the Bible Abraham, Sarah. Like, <laughs> oh, really? that's what it was. That, that's what oh, made me think. Like, I need to pray over him. <laughs> well, there he changed his name, so there was a meaning in Abram. Abram means something different. What does it yeah. mean? I can't uh, remember now. There's two meanings, and the meanings were good because it went with that and that before and after. Yeah, yeah. The, first, the second one was Father of Many. I can't remember what the first one was. Yeah. Well, let's pray. Where are we at? These girls are funny. They're, they All see right. themselves on the computer, so they're over here behind Paul's back. <laughs> Watch me, I'm gonna do it right. It's actually uh, fifteen, not fourteen. John, John fifteen. No. Yeah, it's fifteen eighteen. <laughs> it says if the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. No. If right. you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than a master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. Mm-hmm. See what happened at work? Yeah, I, I felt let me, it. Let I me explain it, it to yeah. you, though. If you, weren't, if you weren't walking with the Lord, it would have never happened. Mm-hmm. You would have been with them doing it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Think about the beauty yeah. of it. <laughs> That's so, awesome. I have a prayer request. I haven't mentioned it for the past, past few weeks. I don't know why. I think I just forgot or something. But last Friday, um, as I was coming down to the worship night to go over the songs and stuff, came across this guy at the gas station as I was getting a drink. And his name was Ali. He's a homeless guy. And he goes to that gas station up there because he does God's work is what he said. Because every time he's there, he ends up meeting someone like he's met multiple people, apparently. Um, and but he needs prayer because he has cancer and he's doing nothing to treat it. He just doesn't have the money. He doesn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. And so he's going untreated. And the prayer that I have for him isn't actually about the cancer because his prayer was that he would see his son who hasn't seen in 20 years before he dies. Mm-hmm. So, and he hasn't been able to find him either. So just keep him in prayer that he would be able to find him. He tried to, he contacted him 10 years ago and was able to talk to him. Last year, he tried to find him. He went all the way out. I think he said North Carolina or something like that. Drove all the way out there, ended up, his car ended up breaking down. He was stuck out there and 
um, when he went to the police, they said, well, you got to hire a private investigator. And then he got mad. And he's like, dude, I'm homeless. I can't even hire you guys to go find him, let alone private investigators. And so, yeah, just keep him in prayer. That was his one thing is that he said, before before I leave this earth, I'm, I'm going to see my son again. So keep him in prayer. I'll leave. He knows God, and then he is saved. He should have got his son's information. Maybe you could have found him on the internet or something. His his son's name is Jordan, actually. But he doesn't know the last name. He's tried to find him everywhere. On Facebook, everything couldn't find him. It says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcame the world. Amen. So bomb. So bomb. Remember the story I told you about my wife and how I was very worldly? He overcame the world. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Any other prayer requests? I know we are going to continue to keep Roger in prayer. Remember that he has dis um See the judge. See the judge next Thursday in one week. So keep him in prayer. Then, how's your family? Oh, yeah, they're, they're fine. I just pray for them every day. Okay. Yeah, nothing is nothing is going on with them. I just always ask them in my prayers. Okay. Prayer for Sunday. That's right. I forgot about that one, honestly. Amen. Even though I didn't, but I forgot. Of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dude, so much has gone on this week already. Like, yeah, no, you're, I'm going day by day at this point. <laughs> like, not even kidding. Yeah, I was talking to my boss the other day. And he's like, what's your plans for next week? And I started looking at my calendar, and I thought it was the night. I was like, oh, no, I look, I'm clear for the night. He's like, so 26 or something like that. And I was like... <laughs> Oh, really? oh, I was told that was way up, <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry, my weeks are turning into days. The days are turning into weeks. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm sorry. That's cool. Well, let's pray. <laughs> All right. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you for the study that you always bring about, Lord. Lord, uh, Help us to continue to further an understanding about your word, Lord, that everything that we understand wouldn't be our own understanding, but it would be from you, Lord, that you would provide that that wisdom and understanding, Lord, that you would provide that daily bread every single day, Lord. Help us to take those things and apply it to our, our daily walk, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would just guide our path and lead us unto you, whatever you have for us, Lord. Have your hand over this church for both. Every week, Lord, just every single chair, everything, Lord. We talk about it constantly to pray about it, Lord, but be with each and every person that's meant to be here. You've already planned about how this church is going to grow. You've already planned about everything, Lord. I would just ask that you would grow the leadership to be prepared for the people you bring, Lord. Bring the people. 
And Lord, we ask that you would just have your hand over this Sunday as it gets prepared. Lord, help us to feel your spirit through every song, through every word spoken, through everything, Lord. Help it to go according to your will and not our own, Lord. If there's any agenda, Lord, then remove it and replace it with what you have planned, Lord. And Lord, we ask that you would have your hand over uh, Jackie's coworker Sharon, Lord, just be with her and lead her and guide her, Lord. Help her to have your understanding, Lord. Be with her, Lord. We also ask that the coworkers that were laughing and everything, Lord, just we also pray for them that they would see the change, Lord. We know that they're laughing, but at the same time, they're they're laughing probably because they desire that, but they have no way of showing that, Lord. Help them to seek you and find you, Lord. Help them to see that light shining from Jackie, Lord. Help her just to be a light in that whole company, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over uh, Abraham, Sarah's co-worker, Lord. Just be with him and strengthen him in every, every way, Lord. Just help him to have his needs met, but most important, they have his whole continence changed. Whatever's going on in his life, Lord, whatever's causing this issue, Lord, just help him to have joy with you, Lord. Help him to have no agenda but to find you, Lord, and seek you, Lord. Just have him see the light, Lord. And if that's what he's running from because he saw the light, Lord, then we ask that you would have your change in him, Lord. Continue to put someone in his way that could shine your light to him, Lord. Lord, we ask your hand over Ali, Lord, as everything he's struggling with, Lord. You know the struggles and you know what he's doing for your kingdom, Lord. We just ask that you would just help him, Lord, help him to find his son, Lord. We know that your timing is perfect, and if he's meant to see him before, right before he goes, or if he's meant to see him now, Lord, just whatever it is, help him to find him, Lord. Be with him every step of the way. Help him to have his steps guided by you, Lord. And Lord, be with Roger as he goes in to see the judge Thursday, Lord. Just be with him, Lord. Give him the daily needs he needs, Lord. And most importantly, we just ask that your hand would be over him. Whatever the judge says, Lord, whatever way it goes, that you would be with him and you would provide for him, Lord. And we do ask that you would show favorability on him, Lord, but your will be done, Lord. That's always what we need to go to, is your will be done. Your ways are higher than ours, Lord. Just help us as we go home, Lord. Help us to be saved and have your thoughts, have your word on our mind, Lord. Whatever happens, help it to be according to your will, Lord. We ask these things in your name. Jesus' name we say. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. You better go get some sleep. Oh, yeah. I'm not in a rush. Well, I am, but not really. I don't want to get pulled over. Do you have work? Yeah. Right now? Well, no. I work at 4 in the morning. I have to. Oh, I went to fashion. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you share a chin? Did you share a chin? Yeah, she goes in at. She works overnights. So she goes in that. So uh, she's there now. No, actually today was her Friday. So oh, praise God! She goes back in Saturday night. Mm. So, so hers is opposite. And then comes the church 